This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about pokey sticks. And I'm or... so glad you said it first, because I would have pronounced it pocky. So I, we have to have this conversation about how you pronounce this confection, but I don't really know where we're going to land. This is like, what are other conversations that you have to have? Well, I mean, we... Have you been tested? Exactly. I mean, you have to, you have, to have the talk with your kids. You have to have about the, um, how to pronounce pokey sticks. The DTR define the relationship. Yeah, you have to, talk. are you are you down to relationship or not? Yeah, <laughs> um, man, uh, it's been a- so long since I had a DTR conversation. I I don't miss that. <laughs> I don't either, and it's probably only been like less than three years since I last had yeah. one. Yeah. And and since I last asked if somebody had been tested. Uh huh. Yeah. And if, so so you had the DTR and the DTF. Around the same time. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Um, okay. I just read an interesting article about uh, about dental dams, the the uh, the safe sex device that nobody actually uses. Have you ever used one? Nope. I've never used one either. Um, it, almost nobody ever has, and it was a really interesting article. It was like way more nuanced than I expected. Maybe we'll link to that article. I mean, I think that when I get fillings, I. I think my dentist is using a dental dam. Right. I wasn't counting that. (laughs) No, but I was thinking for a second that I'd never even seen a dental Mm -hmm. dam. And now I understand I have seen a dental dam. Yeah. Okay. So we'll link to that. Okay, great. What was this episode about? This episode was about Pokey. And we were talking about the conversation we have to have. We have to have this conversation. Like it's, we've been, we've been together as a show for almost 10 years now. And it's, and it's time we have this conversation. In Japan, the product is called poki. Okay. And that is, it's, supposed, it's a made-up onomatopoetic word that's supposed to represent the sound it makes when you crunch into one. Mm, okay. In English, that they transliterated that into P-O-C-K-Y, which looks like for Pocky. sure it would be pronounced pocky. I don't remember when I first encountered these. It was before I became an insufferable Japanophile. Yeah. Um, but I remember being told at the time that it was pronounced pokey, not pocky. Okay. Which it, pokey is closer to the Japanese pronunciation. But 
I don't know. I don't. I'm not one of these people who feels like like you have to try and pronounce a word as close as possible to how it was pronounced and in po- its original language. Pokey is a brand, right? It's like yeah. saying Kleenex. Right. It's it's made by Glico. Okay, because we have here in front of us uh, oh, six different varieties yes. of these like stick biscuits. Some, including a couple is, of competitors. Is, is it fair to call it a stick biscuit? I think it's fair to call it a stick biscuit. <laughs> I, I don't think it's fair to call a person a stick biscuit. That sounds really rude. It does. But it, maybe if they really deserve it. Okay, so as we're going through tasting these, we'll, we'll talk about the different names of them because they're not all Pokey brand. Molly, we need to have a conversation. You've been being a real stick biscuit lately. <laughs> I'm proud of myself for coming up with that. Yeah, me too. It could have been like a stick cookie, I, but stick cookie is hard to say. Stick I, I'm biscuits, proud of you too. That to it, although, to be fair, it does say biscuit sticks right in front of you on the package. Shut up. I didn't notice it. I was looking at you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So let's go down memory lane. Let's. So do you remember your first pokey encounter? No, I've only had pokey like once before. Okay. Well, now you're going to have a lot of it. I'm excited. Yeah. So probably my earliest pokey memory, although this wasn't the first time I encountered it, was uh, on a family trip to Vancouver going to the Kombinia shop on Robson Street in Vancouver, which is a little uh, Japanese convenience store. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a wonderful little store that uh, they actually have, like, as part of their signage, they have, like, a plastic pokey box, mm-hmm. like, out- outside, the, outside the store, like, get your pokey here. And they have a huge selection of different flavors. Do they have campus notebooks? I bet they do. Do they have... You can get those at Kinokuniya in Seattle also. Do they have onigiri? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. Maybe it's time for another spilled milk road trip to Vancouver. I'm up anytime. We haven't had one for... We we haven't done one for 13 months. Okay, let's do it. Since the last time we went to the nude beach. Okay, that's right. Wow, it was 13 months ago. Okay, maybe maybe this time there won't be like a, a... terrifying forest fire yeah like wildfire rather apocalyptic smoky haze in the air and we can actually have some beach fun well i think beach season is just about over given that it's october Uh, next year how about that okay okay cool all right so um matthew i want to start eating these could you like uh give me some history while while i start eating wait but we should cheese plate these oh yeah okay so obviously the first is going to be the original pokey chocolate covered chocolate chocolate cream covered biscuit stick it does say chocolate twice on the box. Wait, wh- say it again? Pokey, chocolate, chocolate cream-covered biscuit sticks. So one oh. is saying that it, the flavor is chocolate, and then it's describing it as chocolate cream-covered biscuit sticks. So I got to say a couple of things. Okay. First of all, I was hoping there would be a lot of, like, wacky history behind Pokey, like there is for, like there was for, like, ice cream cones Mm -hmm. and something else recently. Mm -hmm. But pretty much it seemed like it was introduced by the uh, Izaki Glico Company in 1966, and it's been a popular snack ever since. So that's pretty much the story. So was it just like they were like, hey, let's make um, cylindrical tubular crackers? I mean, biscuits. I mean, Um, stick biscuits. Let's make stick biscuits, someone said. (laughs) And and (laughs) someone else said, are you you calling me names? (laughs) Because that really hurts my feelings. But then they patched it up. They, they defined the relationship. Yeah. So And then they kept introducing more and more flavors. I think Japan got on to the let's make every possible flavor of our snack food thing before it came to the U.S. Okay. Starting Maybe starting with Kit Kats. I'm not sure. So there's always been plain chocolate. There's been strawberry for a long time. I didn't get it because I don't think it's very good. 
The one uh, Molly's opening now is uh, Pokey's biggest competitor in Lo- the international Lota? scene. Lota it's, brand? Uh, Lota's Pepero made in Korea. Isn't Lota a Swiss brand? It's Korean. Hmm. So this is basically the same thing as Pokey, the chocolate Pokey we just had. Hmm. Which one do you think is better? Because which, whichever you say, you are stepping into an international controversy. I think Pokey's better. Yeah, I think they're both pretty tasty. I kinda... Neither, neither of the like the original pokey flavor is not one of my go to snacks. Hold I don't on. dislike it, but it's kind of plain to me. Mm, I prefer the biscuit texture in pokey. Mm-hmm. It's um a little bit more tender and crumbly, and I like the chocolate flavor more. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a pokey person too. Okay, so pepperro, but pepperro's fine. Mm, pepper, no. Pepper? Did you say pepper? No. I said pepper. Oh. Okay. So next up, we have um, Almond Crush, which uh, has been has been a staple of the Pokey line for a long time. This one, so it's uh, chocolate, Ooh, chocolate, and really toasted fancy. crushed almond. So it looks like it looks like you could use this as a saw. Mm-hmm. Like it's so it's so jagged. Also, kind of looks like rock candy. Mm-hmm. Chocolate rock candy. Mm. I really like this one. This is nice. So, when do you buy Pokey? I buy Pokey. I mean, you can get it at, at lots and lots of Western grocery stores, but. Yeah. Typically, I will buy it uh, when when I'm in a place that specializes in it, like Wajamaya or the Kombinia in Vancouver or Japan. And do you generally eat a whole package of it when you buy it? No, but I need you need to be careful because pokey goes stale faster than like bagels. So like once okay. you open like like the almond crush has two stay fresh packs inside, but each one is still pretty big. Yeah, it looks like each one has seven pieces in it. Okay, you could eat seven seven yeah. almond crush sticks. Yeah, but if you totally. don't finish a pack, you need to like put it in a ziploc or something pretty quick, or it's gonna go soft. Was this popular? Is it popular with children in Japan, Absolutely. or or is it like for everyone? Oh, it's definitely for everyone. And there there's uh, there are many flavors that I've enjoyed in the past and didn't find on this trip. I was kind of disappointed with the selection this time around. I guess I, I think maybe like. Pokey, the pokey profusion has receded a little and they're more like Kit Kats now. So one, like my favorite flavor of recent times is the adult milk flavor. Oh, <laughs> is that like dark milk chocolate? It's it's dark chocolate with a super crispy stick. Okay. And I think the stick texture of the adult milk is unbeatable. So is that what they, can you buy it in the States? I've, I've gotten it at a Wajamaya before, yeah. What do you got there? Hold up. So this is um, Meiji brand Lucky Stick. So this is another competitor. Okay. I like the name Lucky Stick. This is a double cream. It's chocolate flavored coffee. So it's a biscuit stick covered with chocolate flavored cream and coffee cream. I think this is okay. It's it's a real like kind of artificially flavored Ugh. coffee flavor. I don't think I want to finish this. All right. Okay. So you know a, what? It also competitor. it tastes like it has maple flavoring in it. It kind of does. I don't like that. Maybe it's like the malt extract or something. Oh, I don't care for that. Yeah, it really does taste like fake maple. I don't like it. Did we say this was suggested by listener Autumn? I think maybe. Okay, good. So they uh, for a while uh, people love to talk about how there was one called Men's Pokey. It's it was discontinued in 2010, but it was just a dark chocolate flavor that they called Men's Pokey for vaguely sexist reasons. Mm. I guess not vaguely because it was for the strong man. It was it was for the strong it man. It was for the strong man. The strong chocolatey man. Hans and Franz. Yes. Uh, yeah. And they and it was tasty. 
I didn't feel good about buying it. This is Pepero. Did they this, have a women's oh, turkey? They no. I think maybe that was all of the other ones. Oh. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This is P-Joy. What? It's P-Joy. So this is also made by, is it Glyco or Glico? Glico. Glico. But this is not called Pokey. It's called P-Joy. And this has sometimes been advertised as Pokey's friend P-Joy. Filled with pleasure mm-hmm. is what it says on the back. And look at the look at the picture on the cover. We'll post a, we'll post a photo. It shows like somehow chocolate syrup is being drizzled into this tube. It's an inside out pokey. The chocolate's on the inside and the and the stick is on the outside. Pea joy. Wow. I kind of like these. I think the chocolate flavor does sort of get lost because it's yeah. inside the stick, but I like the texture. I love that it's filled with pleasure. I know. I am getting so filled with pleasure. Many ideas from <laughs> this product. Name your top 3. <laughs> Well, I just feel like, wow, it is a bold move. Like, so I, I, I embrace my immaturity. I love, like. I've never noticed this about you. I love euphemisms uh-huh. and, like, dumb double entendres uh-huh. and stuff. And I just find it really hard to believe that the people coming up with the slogan for P-Joy. Uh-huh thought absolutely nothing was funny about filled with pleasure. Well, and they P-joy. called it P-Joy. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> the whole thing is great. It's wonderful. It's Is it the best I love being stick filled biscuit? with pleasure. No. Me no, too. It's not the best stick biscuit. But we still love it for, for what it is and it, what it represents. I feel filled with pleasure just getting to focus on stick biscuits. Yeah, it's nice to spend a day thinking about nothing but <laughs> stick biscuits. <laughs> And, and to be clear, we're spending all day working on just this episode. In fact, we're putting in like a 14-hour day <laughs> that's going to result in this 14-minute episode. Um, so, Matthew, where did you go to buy these today in so Seattle? So, I, I, uh, I started my day bright and early. I went down to Awajamaya in Seattle, and uh, I, I think I took a photo that we'll post. Um, they actually have—Pokey is one of the— I just realized I don't know what the word for this thing is. The thingies, when you look at the at the aisle sign in the supermarket, it says what things are on that aisle. What do you call that? I don't know. I guess it's it's the aisle sign. So on one of the aisles, it it has pokey as a category of things you'll find in this aisle, the same way it has like rice on a different aisle. Mm -hmm. It's great. Having said that, their selection was not the best today. So they didn't have adult milk. They didn't have adult milk. Oh, yeah. Which other ones have I? Oh, a pokey meaty. Which is a shorter stick with like fatter, uh, airier chocolate around mm. it. Real tasty. Mm-hmm. Chocolate crush. I don't think they've made in a while, but it was like um, chocolate with chocolate cookie bits. Real good. And uh, they did have some pretz. I didn't get any pretz. Wait, but what are pretz? Pretz are savory pokey. Huh. They're not covered with like a like a glaze, but they're covered. They're powdered, and the probably the most popular flavor is salad. Wow, really. That sounds so cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, we'll, we'll do a separate Pretz episode. It might take even more prep or Pretz. Um, what do you got there? 
Okay, this one I think is matcha, right? Mm-hmm. I it's um, it's written in kanji. Wait, is this kanji? It's it's some kanji and some hiragana. Okay. It's uh, koi fukami matcha, maybe koi bukami matcha. It does have a nice matcha flavor. That means thick flavored, deep, deep, thick flavored matcha. Wow. I like it. Filled with pleasure. Mm-hmm. Deep um, and thick. <laughs> I, I know. Um, that's This is really nice. Like I like it, this one a lot. It has some of the, um, I, I feel like some of the, like the flavor of the, is, is it tannins sometimes that I'm tasting in matcha? I think it is. I feel like I'm getting that edge here. Yeah. Sometimes in matcha flavored products in the US, I feel like it's just this extremely watered down flavor. I feel like we sort of had had this happen in the US with some flavor, maybe mint, although like most mint flavored things are still kind of like mint oil flavored, but sometimes you'll get something that really tastes like mint Fresh leaves. Mint. Right. Matcha flavored candies and treats have been a thing for decades in Japan, but only like in the last some number of years have they gone, oh, now we're going to make things that actually taste like matcha rather than matcha candy flavored. Right. Things um, that are just green and sort of taste like they right. are, are next to a cup and of matcha. I love it. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. I think that my favorites here are the the original chocolate pokey. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No. Excuse me. The almond crush almond pokey. Crush. And this deep, dark. Yeah. Uh, deep, dark matcha, matcha. forest. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and the packaging is really beautiful. The packaging on this one is like high class packaging. It's got like, this this little like flap that folds mm-hmm. over. Um, kind of reminds me of a cigarette package, yeah. actually, which I w- had never previously thought to describe as classy. <laughs> well, but I don't know. Cigarette packaging is kind of cool. How the boxes have that little lid that flips open. Yeah, I think when you said cigarette package, what came to mind was like the soft pack. I don't even know if that's the right name for it. Maybe I know. I'm thinking of the yeah, know you know the, you the, the the thin like yeah. uh, cardstock one. Yeah, and you know, like like someone in the design department spent a lot of time with Pantone swatches picking this dark green color. It's a really good dark green. Mm-hmm. Do you do you spend a lot of time with Pantone swatches? Oh, all my time. Mm-hmm. When I'm not spending 14 hours a day eating pokey mm-hmm. for for this show selflessly, let me, I am looking at Pantone swatches. Let me tell you some of my favorite Pantone colors. Yeah. Three ninety-seven, <laughs> uh, hundred. Pantone two ninety-two, like in the magnetic field song. Those are my three favorites. So, what is Pantone two ninety-two? Um, Did it, you it's ever look blue it up? Because uh, you make me feel blue. Pantone two ninety-two. So it's some color. Oh God, that's so I'm sure great. I looked it up at the time. Oh, that's great! I love it. Oh man. All right. Well, okay. We need to. Did, did we promise this episode was going to be some number of hours long? Because because we've we're, fourteen. We've, okay, fourteen hours. Okay. okay. It seems like we've probably so got far, thirteen. We're Eighteen minutes in. Great. We've got thirteen hours and forty-two minutes to okay. fill. We can do this. Okay. Like, should we start singing? Remember, remember when we did when we did that telethon with Jerry <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Because I do. Why don't we start? I don't know. Why don't we sing something like We Are the World? <laughs> Interesting choice. I, I oh, choked I think, on a little piece of pokey when you said that. I was thinking of, because telethon. Because it's a telethon, right. Yeah, I was just thinking like, I, can you hear phones ringing in the background? What was, uh, how about that's, that's What Friends Are For? Oh, God. Because um, I feel like the, We Are the World who's is, gonna is do a the, who's bad gonna, song, but That's What Friends Are For, I like. Who's going to do the harmonica opening? Oh, uh, yeah. Do, 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 do. 
do, do, do. I don't know how to play harmonica, but I feel like I should. I feel like maybe I just Can I be Dionne Warwick? How. Yeah. I who mean, are you going to be? Keep smiling. Keep shining. Um, uh, who Elton else? John? Yeah, sure. I'll be Elton John. Okay. I'm already wearing a duck suit. Uh, who am I kidding? I can't even like uh, begin to equal Dionne Warwick. Let's find me somebody else. Okay. I don't know. I can't. I don't know the, the roster of stars that appeared on that song. I think we're going to I think we're going to look it up. Okay. You you vamp Let's find out who I am. Um, I want to say that Boy George was involved, but I think maybe that was We Are the World. And anyway, Boy George is a problematic figure. Definitely. So I'm not going to touch that. So how about, I don't know, is Michael McDonald involved? Um, What about Kenny Rogers? Okay, this is interesting. I didn't know this at all. Maybe Kenny Rogers. Let's, but I, I got I got the facts here. Okay, uh, that's what Friends Are For is, is a song written by uh, Burt Bacharach and Carol Bayer Sager. It was first recorded in 1982 by Rod Stewart, oh. but is better known for the 1985 cover version by Dionne Warwick, Elton John, Gladys Knight, and Stevie Wonder. Oh my God, Matthew! I I can't even I I can't even put myself in the same sentence as any of these people. No, I think I think you're you're almost as good a singer as Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man, that's, that's where that's where I, where I come down on that. Almost. Plus, you took the one white person slot in there. Yeah. So so leaving so, you with all highly problematic choices. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna sit this one out and appreciate Gladys Knight. And Dionne Warwick and Stevie Wonder. And I'm going to take my solo. <laughs> harmonica solo. <laughs> Is okay. it hard to learn to play harmonica? It can't be that so hard, right? So you can find us at spilledmilkpodcast.com, mm-hmm. where we won't be posting any recipes no. from um, today. Yeah, I was going to try and do like a real versus fake pokey flavor quiz, but I was having a hard time coming up with fake pokey flavors that were funny. Yeah. I guess I guess like if I if I try to be funny and I fail, I shouldn't later like tell you about how I failed to be funny. I mean tell everybody. I think that Matthew, you gave up too soon because I mean frankly, we've got uh filled with pleasure pee joy here. I know, so, but that's real. Well, I know, but I feel like it points the way toward a lot of other it things. It does point the way toward a lot of suggestive Stick biscuit names. I think if you had if you had gave, given me the term stick biscuit, I could have worked with that. Okay. okay, I'm gesturing wildly with this matcha pokey like it's a conductor's baton. I would love our listeners to weigh I in. I would love our listeners too. I would love them to weigh in at Facebook.com/slash Spilled Milk Podcast mm-hmm. and maybe give us their contributions to a pokey name quiz if we oh. had done one. Like come up with. You know, like a fake one that you think could fool us. Yeah, this is or great. Make this, us is, laugh. this is a new, the new trend of reverse podcasting. It's like the P joy of podcasting where you write the jokes and we do nothing. <laughs> um, also, tell us what your favorite pokey is. Yeah, you, that, that I do encourage. No, no, definitely make up fake pokies too. Here's what you should do tell us what your favorite pokey flavor is, but it could be real or fake, and we have to guess. Perfect. Okay. okay. Our producer is Abby Circatella. You have already found us on your favorite podcasting app, but uh, you can also find us anywhere podcasts are given away for free. Mm-hmm. You can uh, find us on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to everyone who donated in our recent pledge drive. We yeah, appreciate thanks, you guys. so much. Thank you. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. I pulled this, I pulled Th- this, this P-Joy. 
out of the P-Joy box, and it I think it cracked in half because it's like half the length I of a regular P-Joy. I don't like P-Joy. it when you say you pulled the P-Joy out of the P-Joy I don't box. see why. I'm Matthew Amsterburton. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> Bringing you P-Joy since 2010. I'm... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not. I of, forgot the I forgot how it goes. I was zoning out. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say that you were one of the you were going to try and steal Elton John back from me and and make me be Dionne Warwick. No. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 